Anchor. You can just submit things on there now. So they can go to Anchor and submit stuff to us? They can submit stuff to us, and we can respond to it. Uh, and it's free. It costs nothing, which is pretty sick. Uh, because before, we were just dumping money into a site that would, you know, hold it ransom. I literally had to pay a different site. I had to pay to get in to download our stuff to put it on Anchor. Really? Yeah, I had to pay uh, like $15 because I let it expire to just get our stuff off and put it up on Anchor. And Anchor will never do that. So, all right. Yeah, we just get it all the time. Do you, do you have the app on there? Can we respond through the app? Yeah, you can download the app. You can respond to the things through there. You can edit your podcast through there. You can like you can record it so you can take it to your friend's house and just record it through your phone and post huh. it instantly. And and anyone that eventually chooses to contact us can contact us through there too. So that's Yeah, you can contact us through there. I like that you can uh it, you just put it on there and it puts it on like Spotify and iTunes and Google for you. I don't know. It's made it a lot easier. That's for sure. Yeah. We were, how many hours a week were you putting into like making sure everything got published before? Do you, do you remember? Um, I mean, not a lot of time, but enough time that it's, you know, it's nice having anchor because it's just easier. Okay. See, and this is a switch that I was told about last time, but I, I didn't know that uh, we could communicate with an actual fan base through it. I think that's pretty cool. Yep. Um, and there's advertisements. Yeah. Don't forget about that. You don't even have to have any listeners. So. Yeah. Um, Three, two, one, and we're live. Well, not live. All right, so are we good now? We're good. This is it, man. Okay. Um, Let me grab a, one of those. So this is cheap shot discussions, not to be confused with uh, quick shot discussions, like Caden said last time. Fucked up our name. I don't know how you do that, but it happened. So I'm very familiar with quick shots. <laughs> so I'm glad you can admit it. Yeah. So this uh, this time at the end of uh, our kind of fumbled episode, uh, we said that we were going to touch on some stuff with Iran and Korea and Caden's concern about people not being in tune with that and possible World War Three and whatnot. But yeah, so what do you know about that so far? So. What I know is that Iran has very powerful, powerful allies, right? Russia yes. being one of the main uh, allies. And is China an ally to Iran? Um, I'm not sure. No, my thing, and you can call me a conspiracy nut, I've written stuff on my, I've written like long articles about this, looking into roi the royal families and the royal bloodlines funneling money through Iran, funding Iran to spark terrorism within the Middle East. Well, the United States government just deemed Iran as uh, a terrorist organization or a, a branch of the Irani army uh, called oh, Iran Revolutionary Army, I think. Okay. So it's a branch of that army. It's about 200,000 individuals, but the whole idea is that they're a colonization group who will spark terror uh sp spread information uh, in order to unstabilize the area to bring more money into that region okay and they declared us a enemy back okay and, and burned the flag and all of that kind of stuff um so that's going on that's sparking some sort of conflict and then on the opposite side, we have North Korea rocket man who just shot another missile and said to our administration that there is going to be different talks or there needs to be new uh, lifted sanctions or lifted uh, how strict they're going to be with the missile sites. Okay. And demanding some things by the end of the year or we're going to have a problem. Okay, well... <coughs> All that stuff can sound scary on paper. Uh, 
the way I view it is. Um, so Syria, what's going on in Syria right now? That guy used chemical weapons just like um, Saddam did. Mm -hmm. And we haven't even gone full boots on ground there. Uh, Iran hasn't really done anything like that. I, I think, uh, if anything, Iran would probably turn into a similar thing like Syria, like via proxy war between the U.S. and Russia via our allies in the area being funded by us. Um, and then North Korea, um, you know, he, sh he shoots off missiles all the time. And if you really think about, especially the North Korean thing, they're... Uh, all of their citizens are so out of touch with uh, the rest of the world because of state-controlled media and all of that stuff that he can literally say whatever he wants yeah. because, like, it's going to get put across to his people like that's what's going on, you right, know? Right. But he knows from his perspective, like, knowing how the rest of the world is, that like his influence isn't as much as he thinks it is, but he's, he's trying to flex for the sake of his own government inside of his borders. Okay. That's kind of how I feel about it, but, um, you can't be 100% certain, you know? Yeah. You never know, man. That's the big thing. Like I think right now we're in a, a type of war, uh, which is just battling to get information to people and different different side like different tactics social media like it's really really hard to find information that uh, doesn't conflict with each other like it's just everywhere yeah yeah and <clears throat> they were talking about this 20 years ago that you know warfare was going to become more and more um, intelligence and technology integrated instead of face-to-face uh, -face conflicts um, yeah and that's the reality of what we're looking at right now. And, you know, in a way, I think that's somewhat better. Uh, we just need to teach people to be more discerning about the information that they choose to take in um, and, like, really vet the information that they're being given, whether it's through a school or a media outlet or whatever have you. It just... Um, I would take an information war over an actual boots on ground war any day of the week. I mean, both are expensive, but at, at least with an information war, there's a less likely to be um, life lost sort of yeah. a deal. Well, what about what about in, instead like with this informational war, the battle of, of creating conflict against two opposing sides like alt left, alt right? Um, so like the divide and conquer strategy, I definitely yes. think that's a, that, that is a potential issue. And, um, that's why people need to learn how to discern what they're receiving, right? They, they need to become critical thinkers, right? This isn't the fifties anymore, right? You know, like they, you have to be really, um, suspect of anything that's not scientific fact, yeah. At this point in the game, um, you know, everyone knows two plus two is four. Uh, but if you're hearing that this party versus this party said this or did that, you have to be willing to research that yourself. You can't just take it at face value yeah. anymore. Right. I think um, I'm glad that there's recognition for this because now we're we're holding accountable certain aspects and and we're being more aware of it so i think that's a huge plus uh, one thing that i saw is that facebook due to the whole controversy with twitter saying that there's all this censorship and all of this stuff twitter actually i mean uh, facebook did something very interesting and they hired whatever tucker carlson's comp uh, news company is right and their idea behind it is to have an alternative side to fact check articles so that there is no political bias. Like a third party? Yes. Like a, okay. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And that, unfortunately, it's come down to that, but I think that's exactly what we need, especially in an age where 
you know, 80% of the U.S. population is getting their information. And 80% is just a number I threw out. I don't really know. But most, most of my family members, like, are like, oh, did you hear about, like, what the Democrats did or the Republicans did? And it's like, well, where did you, did you hear this from? They're like, Facebook. And it's like, yeah. well, uh, you know... Are you? Did you look into it any further than that? No, it's like it's on the internet, so oh, it must be that. true. Yeah, and I've done that so, times. like, with a lot of uh, the population turning in that direction, I think it is more and more important to have third-party fact checkers, some um, non-biased fact checkers. Yeah, from out there from both sides, because they do employ already left left-leaning fact-checked websites, or that are accused of being left winning and they're like okay well if that is the case we'll partner with tucker carlson's company to to be the other side to also fact check right so they've they've hired multiple third parties which i think is is definitely good no matter what view you believe uh yeah yeah i i agree and um like i'm i'm moderate left and i would i think it's still fine that that happens but yeah, just information. Yeah. Um again, I don't know. I don't take anything at face value a- anymore these days. Um Yeah. A- unless it's in a a class that I'm taking where I ha- like this is the information that you have to know in order to pass my class. I I pretty much look deeper and further into anything else that I hear because I don't feel like I can trust it. Yeah. Um, Yeah. The social media spreading is, is, uh, and we never knew, like, it's not like this is a ramification of just the path we've gone down. We never knew that it was going to have these type of health issues and, and yeah, we, we had no idea. Yeah. And we're now just learning the mental side effects of, this technology that we've integrated. Yeah. And it's only becoming more and more integrated. So uh, now more than ever, it's important for people to critically think about the information they're receiving. One thing I found interesting is that I read Instagram is removing the amount of likes you can see. So you can't see the number anymore. Okay. Um, And the idea behind it is if you, are someone who doesn't get as many likes, you don't, uh, maybe not as peop- many people are interacting with you, but you go to somebody else's, you know, one of your friends maybe, and you see how many likes they're getting, well, maybe we start to correlate um, correlate that we're not as valuable in the real world. Uh, so their idea behind taking away the number of likes is that you can see, like, maybe a few people, a, a few of your friends like it. So even if you're someone who has millions and millions of followers, they would go to your profile and, and it would just say, you can like it yourself. That's all you know, is you can like it yourself. Um, but it's interesting, and I think it'll, I'm interested to see if it'll change uh, the construct of how people interact with each other, because that's, that's where we've gotten this. Our social online presence is more, it states our value than what we actually interact in the real world. So it's kind of, yeah, it's kind of interesting. Yeah. And, um, so with with China, they've kind of um, gone in a different direction with their social media, like because China does have social media platforms and their own internet service, and they they control it. But um, I I forget what it's called. I heard it on NPR the other day. Uh, the Chinese government like allows you to rank your neighbors as to how loyal they are to the party. Yeah. And, um, like, like there's this scale and it, it, I don't know exactly how it works, but basically they're like rating how good of a communist you are in China now via social media. Yeah. Yeah. So I know a little (laughs) bit of information about that. Um, what they do is they hire there, they usually work for like casinos. There's like gambling engineers because they know ways to extract dopamine or to hit the dopamine. Um, and these social media companies acquire these people because they can, that's, you know, that's what they want. Yeah. Right. So they create these systems that are score based. I mean, you, you see it in video games with like 
the trophies or achievements, um, it's little dopamine hits all of the time. So yeah. if the Chinese government can reward you with some sort of fake point system that elevates your status in society, we have it here now, Google. Like if I, if I do a lot of reviews, like since I've done a lot of reviews and like posted pictures to Google, if I do a review now, mine's usually to the top. Right. So it creates this sense of like uh, the more you feed into it, the more they reward you the more the system rewards you. So that's what they've implemented in China is a social credit system where your neighbors, your peers, keep you accountable for what you do. Uh, the, the loans you take, all of the stuff you do determines your social score, and that social score can determine what what job you can have, uh, the stores you can go in, yeah, the housing you can get, anything. Yeah, yeah, I, I thought that was fascinating, and... Luckily, we're not headed that way yet here in America, but I don't think we're too far off. Yeah, well, and Google does that, and the, the fact that Google does that, but then Google also keeps us in a bubble of seeing only Google's information. You do a Google search, you do this. So, in a way, it kind of uh, it's kind of been implemented, just not by the United States government. Yeah. By, by a company. By private companies, yeah. yeah. So... What do you think would be the best search platform to use if you're trying to find something then? I think you should use all, like use two or three. Like okay. I would say Google, do a Bing search, and then I don't, I don't even know of any other one. <laughs> DuckDuckGo, I think, is something. something Yahoo, like maybe. Yeah, Yahoo. There you go. Because um, then you can kind of get an idea. Because I remember especially... And whether you believe it or not is fine, but when the whole Hillary email thing was going on, uh, you could search Hillary Clinton on Google, and the, the like little auto results would see like charity, foundation, all of these things. And then you go over to Bing, and it's like scandal, email stuff. Like they, so, so the companies themselves are warping the results of your search. So they're either skewing them, or one is um, one is censoring the information, so that people don't get those ideas. Okay. One of the other. And I'm not saying I believe either side. I really am not versed enough to know. Okay. So. Okay. Um, but I think it's good to always check, just like you would an article. Like, have the sources, check multiple s sources, and, and verify the information is within the realm of, you know, you can make your own decision, but get all sides of the story. Yeah, get as much information as you possibly can. That's been like vetted properly right um well i'm gonna do a heavy shift of gears here but uh, uh, apparently you had cody over the other day i did how did that go it went pretty good he's a uh very smart guy he knows a lot about liquor <laughs> uh, <laughs> my man yeah no he's uh he's a good guest yeah definitely he he knows he can keep a conversation going. I'll say that he's he just keeps going. He you hear that, Cody? He keep going and going and going and going. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I I, I like it because there's no dead air. My my interactions with him are a little different. You know, like I didn't know whether or not to like him or hate him the first time I met him. And well, he's off putish at first because I was the same way. He was kind of I was just like okay. Yeah. He's, just, he's like he's no bullshit. I just I guess I won't talk to him much. I I just felt like he always is argumentative, but um, yeah, he's a debater. But he just does it for the sake of it, so you know that's whatever. He's not trying to upset anybody. So yeah, and we do after it at you work. get past that, we do it at work. Is we'll have these arguments, but when we're done with the conversation, I had another conversation with him. Like, dude, I appreciate that we can have these arguments and get to a deeper like discussion. Because we can have these arguments and not hold aggression towards each other or not be hostile towards each other. Right. Because if you can argue without having your ego come into it, you can learn a lot about that subject. Yeah. Um, and, and get to the fundamental principles of why the other person believes certain things. Yeah, that's true. Um, and that's something that doesn't really happen anymore. People just shout their opinion and move on and... Yep. If you're speaking, you're not hearing, sort of a deal. Uh, 
I, I'm kind of, I am so grateful for the technology we have, like indoor plumbing and stuff, but I kind of do wish that there was still forums, open forums, like they had like back in Greece and Rome, where people would just get together and talk about. Not online forums, by the way, for people yeah. that are listening. No, like a public open forum in, in like the town center where people would get together and discuss topics. And like that was, I mean, granted, we didn't have back then all the stuff that we do now to distract us. So that was like the thing you did for fun. But yeah, and I mean, we still do. We do have the town halls and everything, but no one. No, no one goes. Yeah, the old people go. You, you guys want to know why uh, things are happening the way they are? The older generation are deciding it because they are taking the time to go to these town halls and raise issues that may not be concerns for you. So, if you want your concerns heard, you should be involved in your town halls. Yeah, you know, maybe join a try to join a council or so, of some sort. Uh, like get involved. It's way easier than you think if you just yeah. take some initiative. Yeah, get involved in local politics. Yeah. That's a good place. That's a good place to end because you're really just building a community around you, uh, and then state and federal just become like a TV show at that point. So, <laughs> it, it, it's because as it's, evidenced by the current president. Yeah, well, you really even shouldn't know who you should know who your mayor is before you should know who your uh, your president is, in my opinion. And uh, yeah, I talked to Cody a little bit about that. So. Um, I'm going to disagree okay. a little bit. Uh, I think both are equally important to know yeah. for separate reasons. Um, maybe back in the early 1900s, 1500s or whatever, I would say, yes, it would be more important for you to know your local government, mm -hmm. um, more than your federal government. However, with uh, globalization the way it is and how integrated everything is across the world, it is very important to know who is at that highest level operating because that person is representing your country. Like prime, prime example right now is Kim Jong-un or right. ill or whatever the fuck his name is. Right. Yeah. Um, I forget which Kim Jong it is, but it's one of them. Uh, He's the representative of his nation. Yes. He's the only person in his nation really aware of how integrated the rest of the world is. And so, like, he sits there and he pushes all these buttons, and everyone lets him get away with it because they're, they understand the, the situation of that country. Right. Now, if we, if, if we had a, a president in the U.S. or a prime minister in Europe or whatever that was doing the same thing mm – -hmm there would be way harsher outcomes because the citizenry knows how integrated everything right. is. And you can't have somebody representing your nation and pushing the buttons of everyone else. Yeah. Causing problems like that, getting san sanctions and stuff put on you. So like you, you need to be in tune to who, who's holding that high, highest office. As yeah, well. I, I agree. I think, uh, patriotism is awesome and i think that it should yeah i i think uh i don't even know where i was going with that i was, I started a thought and i was gonna go off on uh on a tangent but you didn't yeah so um well and so what is patriotism to you um it's being a part of Come on, use your words. I guess just being proud of where you come from. Like being absolutely uh, behind what the idea of all the collective states combined is. It's, it's, it's being proud. I mean, it's just being proud. Okay, and what, how is that different from nationalism? Nationalism? Uh, all nationalism is is a nation, right? It's... it's, it's the appreciation of a nation. Okay. And I think that's been skewed, uh, you know, white nationalist, whatever has been skewed to Nazi when Nazi, the definition of Nazi is national socialism party. It was the national socialist party. So it, it, 
it there's skewed words and nationalism to me is being proud to be part of a nation of collective states. Okay. Which That's what I was taught in Idaho conservative uh, education system. And that is different than patriotism in, in your eyes. Nationalism and patriotism, I think, are the same thing. Okay. I think it, patriotism is more geared, like, I think is more of, like, the U.S. term for it that we've developed over time. Like, proud to be a patriot type thing. But I think they're they're just being in a sense proud to be where you're come from. I just think the the uh, the patriot is the American like Texas slang version. Okay. Okay. Well, for me, I think they're slightly different. Um, patriotism is in in my mind somebody uh, who is more willing to um, sacrifice or not sacrifice. Uh, somebody that's willing to stand on on principle for, for something for that nation. Um, you know, you have uh, defense attorneys that defend white nationalists because of the U.S. Constitution and the right to free speech. And to me, that, like... As abhorrent as that language is, to me that's that isn't a, a patriot. Somebody defending the right of someone else to say that nationalism. I think you're absolutely right. Is just like you're proud to be part of a group of people or a nation state, but patriotism is the act. Okay. Upon that pride, I think. I can see that. That's weird. I've never had. Yeah. Until you're asked that question too, I've never been asked that. So for me to like formulate my thoughts right there, uh, now I have more information. So it kind of fills in gaps that I. Patriotism is the act. In my in in my well, it makes sense. It, it, that coincides even with my belief because patriotism I didn't entirely know. Yeah. Now I do a little bit more. I guess understand it. Um, so next thing that I was thinking about on my way over was giving you more of a hard time for messing up our name last time, but I think I'll, I'll lay off on that. Did we at least get the email right in yeah. that podcast? Yes. That yes. Cheap shot discussions at gmail.com. Okay. So we got, we got the email right out there. Um, if you guys have any, uh, questions or topics you'd like to hear discussed uh just email them to that and we'll we'll address them as we can yeah um, yeah and and that's that would be awesome send in your send in your pictures send in your send in uh, your questions send in anything you want send in your i don't know send in some chocolates for all <laughs> i care i don't give a shit um How, how are digital chocolates supposed to work? Kate? I don't know, dude. Give me a give me a digital gift card or something. <laughs> so if you send me a gift no, card. No, we're not doing that Snapchat <laughs> premium bullshit. No, yeah. We're not doing that. If you want to no. subscribe to our podcast premium, <laughs> we have our dicks hanging out. <laughs> no. Uh, um, so I'm getting ready to head off to Ca Southern California and do some climbing for about four days. Uh, what day do you leave again? Uh, Wednesday this upcoming week. Okay, cool. Um, I was wondering if, uh, before that you wanted to get out and hit anything in our local canyons with me. Yes. Yeah. Assuming it doesn't rain like it's supposed to. Okay. Well, if that, if that, yeah, I'd, I would actually like to do that. Okay. I want to get outside, get some, some outdoor climbing experience in. Yeah. And just be out in the sunshine even just. Yeah. Yep. So, uh, Yesterday, I went climbing with a friend of mine, and uh, the, the canyon was just full of these recreation groups from the local colleges. It was kind of driving me nuts a little bit. Um, Why does that make you upset? Like, um, it, It's kind of like, to me, it, it makes me upset. I know that they have people in charge of these recreation groups that know what they're doing. Yeah. Okay, 
But you take 20 people that are novices and new to an experience, and you throw them in a situation. You're not really throwing them in a situation, but they're in this situation, right? And the climbing community here, uh, I'm a, I'm assuming it is like it is anywhere else. Uh, like when I was in California, it's not just one climb, and then like the next climb is miles and miles away. You have a cliff face that'll have 10 different routes on it. Right. And so you get a bunch of in, inexperienced people, and they may be only running one or two routes, but they're like clustered around an area where there's five to 15 more routes available. Yeah. And it, to me, it just uh, increases the potential for harm, for, for a mistake to be made, because... Um, like sometimes you get uh, people in these groups come up because the instructors of the groups are busy making sure that their own lines are safe and that like people are belaying properly and stuff. And someone might come up and distract my belayer asking questions while I'm climbing. Or maybe somebody spread some, some information that they don't fully understand. Yeah. And, and, and so it's just uh it's a hairy situation for me. It's like I, whenever I go to an area and I see the same colored helmet on like a bunch of the people there, um, I try to avoid the area just because it's like I I don't know what the skill level of these people are. I you know it, to me it's just an increased risk of something bad happening. You know. Yeah. Um. When I'm doing a multi pitch climb, I know there's not going to be any students out on that it's gonna the the most novice guy's gonna be that's gonna be out there is probably me with my buddy patrick who's just an excellent excellent mountaineer and climber um and even then i've been working up to it and looking into it for years i've been following patrick around for years uh, and and i still consider myself a beginner mm -hmm. in, in that in that regard but if I were to see 20 orange helmets on the side of a wall, 400 feet up, I'd be like, I want nothing to do with right? that. Yeah. <laughs> no, thanks. You hear a screaming. <laughs> yeah. Um, so it, it, that's, that's my issue. It's like the outdoors are for everybody, but it's just, it really makes me nervous uh, to be around a large group of people that uh, clearly most of them don't have a lot of experience in the area. Hmm. Yeah, that's that's interesting. Should you have a license to be able to climb? No. You don't think so? No. Um, an education system behind it? You have to start in a gym? Uh, I mean, it's preferable if you start in a gym because that's where you're going to learn your, your techniques and make sure that, like, all your your equipment's, like, you're not, not as tied properly and the person belaying you is belaying properly. But to be fair, I didn't start that way. Yeah. I, I had a roommate, and he's like, dude, let's go climbing. And I was like, okay, I've never done that before. And he, he said, it's all right. And he took me out, and we stopped at the REI on the way to, to the crag. I bought shoes, a harness, and an ATC and was like, okay, let's rock and roll. I had no idea what the hell I was doing. And he explained it to me and was like, okay, my life's in your hands, bud. And... That that was like my first climbing experience, and yeah, you definitely. I don't. I don't. <laughs> you should not have to have a license for that. Um, that was more so like weed out the weed out the people that are just up there. Um, but looking back on that, I I wish I had had some slightly more formal training. But um, a lot of recreational hobbies just kind of happen that way, you know. Like yeah. they don't. They they don't. Uh, have any formal education behind it right the one thing i do think that formal education should be with is um firearms 100 percent. i agree I, I think um you should have to go i went through hunter's education well I, I think it should go beyond that uh really i i think uh you know if and a lot of people might call me a commie or whatever for this 
I was in the military for six years. I did a combat tour in Afghanistan. Um, I still own a bunch of guns. I love my guns. I love the fact that I'm able to own them here. But I don't like the fact that um, my mom or my brother, who have never handled firearms in their life, can go out on virtue and buy one and have no idea what they're doing. Yeah. Cause even if they go to a controlled environment, it's, it's the same principle. You get a bunch of novices in an environment, you yes. increase the risk of something bad happening. Right. So I, I feel like in order to make that first purchase, you should be required at the store before they hand that gun over to you to uh, show like proficiency in being able to to load, unload, and um, handle the weapon safely. Yeah. And and fire the weapon safely. Um, to to me, like th- that's what I would like to see happen with gun reform. You know. Yeah. Like maybe psychological evaluation that renews as well. Because um, what if somebody like that's my concern? What if somebody receives the training? They get this training. They're ha- they're able to own the gun. They go AWOL after that. Well, th- that's always going to be a risk that you run. Period. Sure. So, somebody like if you if you got uh, somebody that's psychotic. Well, um, uh, I, I'm saying not not so much law wise, but with the advancements in AI and everything to monitor somebody's health, being able to have that be a determining factor as well. Well, you're. you're Getting into a gray area there, I think, because um, you, now you're talking about, like, um, getting into somebody's privacy, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like, there's specific laws out there, especially in the health professions. Uh, there's the HIPAA Act, um, and it, that protects people from having their personal medical information out there mm-hmm. and psychological medical information out there. Right. Um, I... However, think that like just, you know, you go to buy a weapon, um, the, the, each time the gun, the gun store should have to sign off on being like, yes, this person understands basic firearm safety and how to respect this as something that can kill somebody. Okay. Um, and, and that should be the check. Um, that should be, uh part of part of the purchasing um options for for buying a firearm because you know uh i think we talked about it a little last last time while i was here uh you know i got depressed a while back and i i wanted to end it you know yeah me being depressed um First of all, if you choose to do a mass shooting and suicide by cop, you're a fucking bitch. Uh, just in my opinion, you know, like if you want to end it, take yourself out. No one has to go with you. Um, and that's not saying that like suicide is the answer. I'm just saying like if that's yeah. what you're looking at as there's no yeah. But um, if you're if if you're really leaning in that direction and you have a plan you can go and you'd be able you would be able to pass a psych evaluation because you know what answers they're looking for that's true you yep. know um you you so to me the psych the psych part of it is it's kind of a moot point mm-hmm. like cuz you're, you know the answers that they're looking for. You know exactly how to answer the question to get what you want. So you're saying, I, yeah, yep. I think a really sensible approach is that to be able to even buy a gun, you should have to have your CCW. Okay, uh, but... Even though it's a right to own guns, I think to be able to handle one in public, you should have to go through training, and CCW is a very basic form of training for firearm safety. Um, yes and no. Uh, here, uh, the only reason I got to 
handle a firearm for my CCW at all, which was well after I'd already been shooting for a while, was because the place I went to had a, an indoor range to do it. Uh, a lot of the people in my class had had no experience with with firearms before. Okay. And um, it mostly CCW class classes, at least here in the state of Utah, are following the law of like w- where you can go and when you can carry and stuff. It's the law behind the concealed carry. It's not the actual act of like physically possessing should, a, a weapon should everyone have to go through that in like high school area i i feel like uh maybe Just, not not high school but it it should be kind of like a a thing that gets put on your license okay. at the age of like 20 yeah let's say like it gets added onto your license you go and you take this this course and that way if you don't like weapons and you don't want to have a weapon you don't take the course yeah but uh, you like you just get this like stamp of approval on your your license that says like yeah this guy knows what he's doing this gal knows how to safely handle a firearm and yeah there you go yeah you know like cause, because as long as we have firearms out there and I'm not advocating for like confiscation or anything but as long as we have firearms out there shootings are going to happen yes um, mass shootings are going to happen. And that is a tragedy, but I don't want to get rid of guns altogether. Yeah. You know, like even assault rifles, I think people should have a right to own assault rifles. I have two of them. Yes. Um, but I feel like it's very important that people be able to show proficiency yes. with that because as we've seen all over the news, it is a um it, it is a lethal thing it yeah. can take up upwards of what happened in vegas like 50 some odd dead and a more than 100 injured yeah yep yep yeah and and so it's like you need to have a healthy respect yep fuck it let's make it so every just issue every american an ar-15 yeah Fuck that, it. Right that. out the gate, because then you know what's going to happen. Like, mm-hmm. oh, I can't break into this house. They have an AR. <laughs> oh, can't break into here. Everyone has an AR, so the people that are going to be fuckeries, we're going to shoot them down pretty quick. <laughs> we're going to find out who's the bad guys really fast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Get them out of here, and then we're all safe, because we all have our own shit. Yeah. Yeah, and, you know... Th- there's a lot of red tape and gray areas to, to this type of conversation. And I'm not by any means an expert, but that's just kind of like how I feel about it. You know? Yeah. Everyone should. Yeah. Yep. Just the knowledge just needs to increase a little bit. Yeah, exactly. It's like driving a car. The only reason I say like CCW may be beneficial at a young age is because we live in a open arm society where we can, Like, I think every citizen should be aware, even if you don't like guns, they should be aware of when other people can have them. So if they they see an assault rifle being walked down the street, they're like, okay, that's that person's right. Do I see any other things that would indicate they're going to do a crime? If not, no. Okay. Is Is there a magazine in the weapon? Do they even know what a magazine is? You know what I mean? Yeah. So... uh. And for those of you that don't understand, there is a difference between a clip and a magazine. Uh, uh, a clip retains the bullets outside of the magazine um, to like, it's just a, a carrying option to have like five or six bullets in a strip that you can load into the magazine more easily. The magazine is what actually carries the rounds for a gun. Clip is like M1 Garand type. Thing. Yeah. Like a Vandalier. Exactly. Um, yeah. Just a little more education is all. All of it needs to really happen there. And, you know, we'll make progress. As it always will make progress. Who knows what way, but something will change eventually. Uh, I need to buy a new gun. <laughs> That's what I need to you, do. You done with the car? Yeah, I just need to get rid of that. I, I honestly like that MMP shield, but I want to get it in a 40. My dad wants his 45 back, so... That's that. 
Yeah. Um. Yeah. The 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 forty versus the the nine. Um. I have a little more respect for for the difference there since we went out to the desert the couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Um. But. Yeah. It, your your car is not a bad weapon, but it it definitely. It's a bottom of the barrel gun for sure. Yeah, it yeah. get it, it. It gets the it's it gets the job done, but it is a bottom of the barrel. Yes. Yep. I shot one self defense round through it, and it blew out the barrel. So. Yeah, not the not the best constructed gun, but it is a <laughs> it's a sleek. Well, it's actually well constructed. It's just a budget weapon. That was what it's designed to do. And yeah, it was, it was like a four hundred dollar pistol, but yeah, mass production. Yeah, mass production pistol that is meant to do the job, but not do it. Like, if you ever need to defend yourself and you you have to shoot a few rounds of self defense rounds through it, that's about what you're gonna get out of that gun, because it will blow out the barrel. Yeah, and, well, and you bought it used though, and right? I bought it from that uh, that uh, that asshole. Doug, Doug's shooting sports. Yeah, on sport Redwood and sh- sport and shoot, sport and shoot, shoot whatever. Sport? I don't fucking know. It piece of shitville. It it's in it's off of Redwood Road in Murray. It's hands down, the worst customer service out of any firearm location I have ever been to. Yeah, and that's not slander. That's just that's just our experience. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I mean, Hell, it, the only reason I remember it is because it's next to that Chinese place that I like. Yeah, the one where I accidentally ate some crab and had to go, like, take care of that before I had a anaphylactic reaction. Yeah. Yeah, that place is yuck. <laughs> That's my one-word review. Gross. <laughs> What for Doug's? Yeah, not the Chinese place. No, yeah, no yeah. Doug's. <laughs> yeah, um, it, if any of you are in Utah listening to this, it's over uh, by the General Army Navy store where that missile is sitting off the side of the road. Yeah, just just don't shop there. Yeah, don't shoot there. Um, go to TNT. I I mean we were there, and granted it was fairly busy, but we were. We were there, and we were there for a solid hour and a half before we got approached while standing at the counter. Yeah, and then he went to go get Doug. And never came back. Yep, never came back. And then we went and ate at Chinese instead, and I had a better time. (laughs) Yeah, even though I tried to kill myself by accidentally consuming crab. Yeah. Yeah, like even that was a better experience than Doug's. Yeah, yeah, really. (laughs) The fear, the fear of eating seafood in that restaurant was less than the fear of spending two more minutes in that piece of shit. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, that, yeah. Honestly, uh, lots of better um, firearms dealers out there. I'd I'd take a punch in the dick over going back to Doug's any day. Yeah. Me too. But hey, if you're looking to get treated like shit and you want to buy a subpar weapon that's probably been not cleaned properly, that's your place. Head yeah. on down. He'll get you a great deal on a great piece of shit. And then he won't buy it back from you. No, he will not. Um, yeah, well, he'll offer you about half of what you paid, even though it was two months ago that you bought it. Yeah. Um, one of the best ranges, though, locally I've been to is TNT. Yeah. And then uh, next to that, I would have to say uh, the gun vault. Yep. Um, we got to try the armory too. Yeah, we should check that one out. Um, I was uh, teaching one of my mom's friends how to shoot yesterday because, again, I'm a huge advocate. Like, if you want a gun, great. Know how to respect it. Know how to use it responsibly. So uh, she has this uh, 9mm Ruger and literally didn't even know how to load it yeah it's like yep had as if she'd never even watched an action movie in her life you know it's like uh, it it was a really incredible experience for me it's totally surreal but 
you know, I, I spent two hours with her going over over it and t- trying to teach her the fundamentals and, and stuff. And she says she feels more comfortable with it now but wants more practice. And I'm like, well, you know, that's that's good. Now you understand yeah. what it is. Yep. You know? Yeah. I agree. But I'm still not going back to Doug's. <laughs> <laughs> or Dave's. I don't even remember what no, it is anymore. No, it's Doug's. It's Doug's. Um, well, he's Dave to me now. <laughs> Doesn't even deserve the right name. No. Nope. Um, yeah, so uh, I was at the gun vault with her. Those, those guys there, they're they're excellent people. Yeah, they are. Check you right at the door. Yeah, they'll, they'll greet you as you walk in, ask what you're there for. Um, point yeah, they you. don't do that at, at Doug's. They no. don't do that. If I was walking, if I was up at the counter, a guy with a machete could run in there, and no one would know. Yeah, um, but at at the gun vault, they greet you right at the door, um, ask you what you're there for, point you in the right direction, um, make sure your weapons are unloaded. Yep, and they probably have a shotgun under the table. Uh, no, every single one of their members carries. Yep. Period. Yep, that's um, smart. Uh, their gunsmith. Uh, I don't know if he still works there, but he used to carry an AR just to work. Like, really? Yeah. <laughs> um, but, you know, they'll, they'll sit there and talk to you, and they'll work with you. And, like, if you have a, a gun there that was a gift or you're buying something and you don't know how to disassemble it or, you know, adjust the sights properly or something like that, yeah, they'll take you onto the range and, like, show you. Wow. They they will work with you. That's really cool. When I bought my Tavor there, it's like, well, I've shot M4s, you know, a bunch of different versions of the M16, basically. I know I know the AR platform inside and out, but I'd never worked with a Tavor before. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I know it's the same caliber round, but what I need to know is how to take care of this thing when I'm done shooting it. Right. Right? Yeah. And they walked me back into, like, their little... Um, prep area before the you go into the range and was like okay this is how you take out um the the slide assembly and clean it and everything and then they i bought a a scope from them as well and they walked me in and helped me get my scope sighted at least to 25 because that's as far as their range goes and i was able to work it up to 100 later but yeah just great set of people there that's awesome yeah it's passionate people that they're you know the owner probably treats his employees right and in turn his employees uh, operate a great business yeah so comes up to leader comes down to leadership yep and there you go if you want good leadership go to tnt go to freaking the uh, gun vault, the gun south vault. jordan tnt's right off i-15 anyone can go there get you can get food there while you're there right yeah. next door yep and it's right next to the highway patrol so when you go in there to drop in a complaint, you can just drop drop right next to her and go shooting as well. Uh, still on the highway patrol thing. Oh, yeah. That's all right. I had a, a problem with Taylorsville for a while, but I got over it. Yeah, well, I just – I'm over the highway – yeah, I am over the highway patrol. <laughs> I just won't take the highways anymore. I'll show them. <laughs> Uh, congratulations on your 10 hour trip down to Vegas. Yep. <laughs> uh, Fuck the highway patrol, man. I'm taking the long road. If you're going to do that, get a motorcycle. It'll be more enjoyable for you. Get an airplane. <laughs> One of the small crop dusting airplanes. I'm a little Cessna. And I'll fly it right over the highway and flip off highway patrol. Uh, I don't think you can actually do that. Can't I fly over a highway? Well, I mean, you have to. And like you have to cross over them, but you can't fly in line with the highway. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Like, didn't that guy Del Shanzi get like arrested for doing something like that I'll a t- while back? I'll tell you this though, I <laughs> just now that it's become fun for me, I'm not like really mad at them. But if I came across, like, if I became a billionaire, I would just start this feud between me and the highway patrol. Like, put billboards on all the highways, just saying some, up. saying something like, like making fun of something about highway patrol just to see if i could and then what i would do is oh dude if i was a billionaire and did that oh dude <laughs> just constantly troll them all of the time not not even mean just trolling just trolling yeah. them that's what i would do 
Because it's grown into something. Once it grows into something, that's what I think. A uh, good rivalry, like, between two good basketball teams. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> exactly. Like, I would... Uh, I would employ a, a group of people for everyone on the street. So for every highway patrol on the street, I would also buy a charger and then make it a clown car and have <laughs> them follow around the highway patrol all day. <laughs> and then when they turn on their sirens, we turn on ours and it's like, <laughs> it's like a little clown song. Yeah. Uh, we'll see the, how they like the, it. The March of the Gladiators. Yeah. 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 We'll see how they like it. It's like, hey, we're just informing you to take your job a little more less serious, you son of a bitch. Like, if they if they would just stop taking it to serious, that's the thing. That's why you need a clown car following them around because you can't act like a badass when you have a. And then when the cl- yeah when you when they pull over, a, a man in a clown suit gets out. No. Five men in a clown suit. Five men in a clown suit, <laughs> and they just start dancing in front of the uh, in front of the car, like that's part, with party favors. Yeah, they're just observing. They're just being uh, citizens, but you know the cop can't take that too seriously. Maybe he'll lighten the fuck up. <laughs> yeah, it's been a while since I've been pulled over for anything. Um, you know. I I really want to try the whole Obi Wan Kenobi thing the next time I do get pulled over if. If that happens ever again, yeah. Uh, the these are not the droids you are looking for. You yeah, know? and it, it probably won't turn out well, but hopefully the guy would have a sense of humor about it. I mean, you could if you can get him laughing, you can get away with anything. But that's the heart. Sometimes, sometimes you got you got those guys that have been there for thirty years and they're still a corporal and they're jaded and yeah, and they're just sad about their life. Dude, their, that explains like half of the Marine Corps. Really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've been in for 15 years and I'm still a Lance Corporal. Well, that's how I felt about uh <laughs> that's how I felt about the trooper that pulled me over, you know. I can't hold it against him that his wife's sleeping around with other uh other men and all that. Yeah. So, yeah, got to watch working, out for Jody, man. He's working those long hours and uh you know, I'd be upset too if I, that was the case for me. But just get those clown cars. That's what I'm saying, man. Also get tested. Yeah. <laughs> you get tested. <laughs> um, it's really important. Yeah. Uh, a lot of people don't realize this, but cl- chlamydia doesn't show any symptoms until it's really, really bad. Yep. <laughs> get yourself in. Make the appointment. Have Google do it for you. <laughs> yeah. Just, hey, Google, set, uh, set me up an appointment with a urologist for next Tuesday. And boom. Done. Boom, there you go. Yep. Get yourself in there. Yeah, uh, that and gonorrhea. Gonorrhea is another one that stays hidden for quite some time, too. So just yeah. just beware. If you have multiple partners out there, th- those two things, if you're not uh, if you're not uh, putting your rain, rain suit on before you go in, then uh, you could be giving it to somebody or you can be getting it from somebody for sure. Or or uh, maybe both, if the yeah. stars align. Yeah, a lot of people actually that have chlamydia have gonorrhea as well maybe because they nice go exchange. hand in <laughs> they they go hand in hand with each other most of the time. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So just just be wary of that little uh, PSA announcement from Uncle Dallas. Yep. 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 Watch out for those STIs. Yeah. Not just the Subaru ones, but the ones that, <laughs> like, the other ones, the, too. That, the, the dangerous ones, the more dangerous ones, the ones that um, are, oddly enough, also um, operated by immature high school boys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Truth. Um, yeah, so... That was the last lecture I actually went over in in uh, this semester of nursing school was uh, sexually transmitted infections and yeah um, fertility issues. So yeah, that's that doesn't sound like a fun thing to have, man. No, uh, I don't want to catch any of it. I don't want to catch the AIDS. But the thing is, is like if if you're one of those people, and I'm not calling you a slaughter you know, whatever. But if you're like a person that has multiple partners, you just don't know. Cause a lot of the times, uh, 
there's especially with chlamydia and gonorrhea like zero symptoms until it's really 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 bad hmm. well that's why uh people should use condoms yeah they should let they should stop these dumbass companies on snapchat here to give you an idea snapchat has all the youth right they have all the young demographic yeah and if you swipe to the right on the snapchat feed you have all these sponsored news stories and it's like why i choose not to use a condom da, 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 da. really yeah oh yeah i get you know what i get ads on snapchat is like gay dating sites sometimes They'll well i told through. you you can double your chances if you start <laughs> going to those but I'll tell you, you start scrolling through that, it's more and more of, like, those type of things. Yeah. 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 Well, Katie, um, the the key to increasing your numbers is lowering your standards or having none at all. Never. <laughs> Never. Uh, but... I didn't. I didn't know that. I didn't know that there's like uh, anti condom ads out there now. Well, it's not even direct. It's like indirect assumptions that like Vice News makes. It's like mm. I believe li- in op- opinion pieces. Okay. And okay. you know anything with opinion pieces nowadays they become fact pieces for most people. That become how people again think. back to the critical thinking. Thing. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, just like the anti-vax movement. It's so, just. Yep. Measles that's hasn't been a problem in this country for a long time, and now we've got three states with confirmed outbreaks. Mm-hmm. Unreal. Got to be healthy. Got to be aware. Yep. And if you're not, ask Google. <laughs> <laughs> and then also ask Bing and Yahoo and yeah. Jeeves and all the other ones. And if you look into it soon enough, you'll find out you had cancer all along. Yeah, well, that's ju- that's just with WebMD. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, don't don't trust WebMD, man. Everything everything on there is just instant death. My hip hurts. My back hurts. Lung cancer. Yep. I have a headache. Brain tumor. Sometimes that is the case, but most of the time it's just a tension headache. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Um. Yeah. WebMD is. Uh, the night nightmare of the ER most of the time yeah because people come in and they're like i've had this symptom for four days i'm not retaining any fluid uh you know the internet said i have this and it's like cool why am i here yeah (laughs) i think google has a symptom checker now like you can just start talking about your symptoms and it'll yeah I, i guess even my line of work is not safe anymore from the ai let's see uh so yeah like i think i'm sick let's see what he comes up with here nope just gave me a youtube video yeah think i'm sick lyrics music video oh okay well we're not there yet not quite there yet so uh, healthcare professions are like they're still a safe bet guys yep you know um Eventually, we we are going to get to uh, that idiocracy stage, though. and Yeah, with Google Duplex, that's creepy to me. Well, have you ever seen Idiocracy? Yep. Yeah, like... Buttfuckers. Yeah, buttfuckers and uh, the, their doctor and nurse and everything is all rolled into that just one machine. You walk through it like a car wash and yeah. put one thermometer in your mouth and one up the other end. And it's like, this is your problem. Here's some medication. Yeah, I think it's going to be even more than that, man. Rondo has electrolytes. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, it's going to be crazy, man. Yeah. And, you know, a lot of people, uh, you know, that's going to be to the point where you're not even going to leave your house anymore. And parts of me says, I can't wait. But the other part of me says, no, I don't want that. Well, if that takes place, then the people that are outside... You know, like, at least, you know, they really want to be there. Yeah. I guess. Well, it's like it's just more automated. Like, Uber Eats, all these things. Like, I agree with Tom Segura. He's like, we we have we live in a society now where we lay in beds that will take you from laying, ver- like, flat to tilting up for you. Like, I want to sit up. <laughs> and he yeah. talks about, he's like, and they don't want to have a door that opens at the bottom. Like, need to shit. Mm. Closes. <laughs> uh, I want to lay down again. 
<laughs> like we're we're getting <laughs> to that society. Yeah. Well, you know, trample the weak, hurdle the dead. It's true. You don't <laughs> have to participate. In it. The ones that are successful, a lot of people that are successful use flip phones, which is crazy to me. Like they just don't even take part of it. And you don't have to take part of it if you don't want to. That comes down to personal choice and like willpower. Well, you know, for for me, uh, a smartphone, um, they're really amazing. But I, I can see how the flip phone thing makes you more successful. It's less of a distraction. And, I mean, when this starts handling things for you, it takes away accountability in a sense. Yeah. Um, like Google Duplex now, I can say... Uh, schedule me a table at this Asian star restaurant. And even though they don't have like an online booking system, the freaking thing will call them for me. Like mm -hmm. in the background, doesn't even, I, I just say book the appointment. It's like, cool, I'll let you know when it's done. The robot calls them, makes the appointment and then notifies me afterwards. Yeah. And it sounds lifelike. It's, it doesn't sound like the normal Google on your phone or even Google home. It sounds like a real person and it's a complete robot. It's pretty incredible. Yeah, that that is uh that is kind of scary, but well, we're almost there. We are almost there. Consumer level isn't there, but scientifically we're almost there. Well, I think the idea behind all of it was like if we have stuff to do these things for us, then we'll have more time to do other things, but that's not now what we're it's turning part into. Of it. yeah, yeah, we're becoming part of it. We <laughs> want to live other lives. It's like when you put that big phone up to your face, it's it, there's a separation between your real life you almost want to become part of that or like and the lines get kind of skewed people and as it gets more real and real you have to have that self-control yeah cyberbullying is a big thing now because of stuff like that and yeah yep yeah so who knows Tech they always did say technology will be the end of us we'll see we will see I'm ready for Terminator anyway. That that was a good movie. That was a good movie. <laughs> it's a really good you movie. You know, if I get taken out for the sake of Terminator happening, then yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'd be up for that. Oh. So is there anything else? I don't know, man. Any topics floating around in your minds? Not really. Not right, right now. Yeah, we can end it. Cool. We're going. We've we've made a long good discussion so cool man yeah out later guys tune in next time cheap shot discussions <laughs>